Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You have to believe that you can do something that nobody else has done. And somehow that concept has to become reality. Somebody's got to take the plane to You're listening to No Fly Zone Radio with Victor Green. Welcome to the No Fly Zone Radio Show. All the way from across the pond, here are your hosts, Fitz Sweeney and Richard Hindley. Welcome to No Fly Zone Radio. This is episode number 164. I'm your host, Fitz Sweeney, joined here by my friend, a draft tech analyst, Rich Tilly. How's it going, Rich? Oh, good, Ian. Uh, start of the season this weekend, so plenty of football to look forward to over the next few weeks. Yeah, and just breaking there today that um, the Jets released some news about Zach Wilson. He's not going to return now until uh, week four against the Steelers. Um, I had a feeling this was going to happen anyway, especially after what happened with um, Beckton being rushed back and uh, going back out with another uh, injury. For a season, so I don't think the Jets are going to rush. I didn't think they were going to rush him back anyway, even though fans were going on about week one getting him back. I always thought um, Joe Flacco was going to be the starter, and um, he was named the starter today until week four. Yeah, like uh, I think that's the sensible move as well, like to kind of protect Wilson to make sure that he is fully fit coming back. The only kind of uh, thing I would say is that I thought it was actually a dumb move for Robert Salah to announce it so close, uh, so far away from the game. Like, uh, it would have been nice if uh, Baltimore had have been like uh, doing passing reps on defense uh, to account for Zach Wilson, and you know if they had to sort of game plan for both quarterbacks, it probably would have given us a better chance. So I think. That was probably a little bit of a slip up by Salah. Personally, I would have kept it to myself for all four weeks, even if you were planning on starting Wilson like uh, after week four or whatever. But yeah, uh, it kind of puts the sort of question mark to bed if the rapper really was any. Uh, again, like me, you, I don't think there really was a question mark about it. I think they were always going to go the safety force route with Wilson, considering it's kind of such a big year from you know. Exactly. Um, just looking ahead, uh, we've got the uh, Baltimore Ravens coming to MetLife Stadium this Sunday, tough matchup, week one. Um, what's your thoughts on it so far, Rich? Yeah, look, I think uh, 
you know, the one thing I will say, the chemistry looks there this year, and I'm sure team spirits through the roof after going three and zero in the pre-season. And I know people will say the pre-season isn't what happened, but in terms of building up belief and a bit of like camaraderie and togetherness, it can be very, very beneficial. And I, I've seen a lot of that during pre-season. They'll be probably entering that game thinking they can go four and all type of thing. If you get me, you know. Um, so from that perspective, like I like our chances of turning up and wanting to play well. Uh, I just think Baltimore Ravens are a very, very good team too. Now I, I do think we can catch them on on our day. And as I said, I would have liked their D to be preparing for Zach Wilson and him not to be playing. You know that if they're wasting a lot of time preparing for a guy they're not going to face, then that can only benefit the guy they are going to face. And yeah, like I think offense, we've got quite a few playmakers. I think more or less it will depend on the trenches on both sides of the ball. If we can protect Flacco to get a few passes off and open up a few lanes in the run game, we'll do well in offense. And I think, you know, we kind of need to have, for me, sustained drives, long drives, eat up the clock, keep Baltimore's offense off the field. Not that I'm afraid of the Baltimore in general, just... With the quarterback, he having his ability to like you know extend drives and stuff like that and score. Yeah, I'd like to kind of us to be dominating possession, dominating the clock. I think if we can do that, and again, like maybe less so this week on the pass rush uh, because yeah, I think you know this guy kind of has a nearly like a spider sense. <laughs> he kind of gets a tingle and he takes off and he can make 15 yards out of nothing. And I suppose the area where we were weak last year was on missing tackles. And for me, our lying back and group as a whole just wasn't a kind of a 4-3 linebacker set, if you get me. So that's probably the main question mark on defense for me is if we can keep Baltimore quiet. So I think our offense, in a way, needs to help us this week to, to get the win. If they do that and sustain drives, I think we've got a great chance if not, I think we could be in for a long day. But I think we will, will be competitive regardless. Yeah, for me, it all comes down to um, protecting Joe Flacco. Um, I think the, it, the other thing is the wide receivers, when the ball's thrown their way, they actually need to catch the ball and not drop it like last season. Um, because the Jets can't afford that. On offense, they, they need to get the run get or the run the running backs running. Um, they also on defense they need to have they need to get the the pass the pass rushers um absolutely motoring, and they also need to get um um the defense having a, a spy for Lamar Jackson because Lamar when the pocket breaks down. He likes to run, and he is fast. Um, so for me, it's the Jets need to have a spy in the backfield, and I think one player that could be really, really good to be a spy could be Mike, Michael Carter or Michael Carter second. Um, the other name to look out for would be um, Whitehead, the uh, strong safety Jets brought in. Uh, during free free uh, agency, agency. Um, the one guy I think could have a field in this game could be actually Michael Clemens. Um, 
He's he had a very good preseason. He's explosive. He is mean. Um, and he, him and Lawson on the edges now could actually torment the Baltimore Ravens offensive line because this year their offensive line is probably the weakest part of the team because they've lost a few players in the last couple of years and they've brought in some young players. So that's where I'm looking to hurt the, the, the Baltimore Ravens. So the Jets need a spy and they need to be clever on off- on defense big time. Because last year they were piss poor on defense. I think another interesting thing about the game as well, Ian, is it's the first time we'll get like to see our new rookie draft class, uh, like facing kind of like Browns, if you get me. You know, uh, to see what they're actually like if they are ready for the step up or how they perform out the gate. Uh, for me personally, like I'm kind of a bit sad that Wilson isn't playing because I kind of want to see what type of uh, dynamic both Wilsons can create with each other. I think uh, Garrett Wilson could be a really, really good addition to the roster. He, he just looks so smooth and solid. And I even like his demeanor off the field. He's not one of those kind of out there wide receivers, the flamboyant guys. This guy kind of reminds me of the same kind of demeanor as as Revis in terms of like wanting to get better. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing him, particularly Brees Hall as well on um, on uh, offense, second round pick, another good addition to the roster. I think you'll see a lot of the ball over the first few weeks. We'll get a bit a taste of what he looks like as well. And then our two big guys on defense as well, pass rush. I think the expectation levels are going to be pretty high. But, you know, a lot of pass rushers come into the league and start off slow. I think he'll add value straight straight away, but he might not just get the numbers we expect. Uh, I still wouldn't be throwing the towel in with him. And then I suppose most uh, intriguing of all, really, is, is Sauce Gardner and our quarterback's going to, like, test him. And uh, if so, how good w- will he be? And, you, you know, like, he looks to have all the skills. He looks to have the size. He's the walk and the talk, too. But at the end of the day, when you've got some of the best quarterbacks in the world thrown balls on a dime to really, really good wide receivers, you know, that's when you know whether you've got a player or not. And I think he's going to face a few guys this, probably the four, six weeks, he's got a lot of players there that could, um, you know, go off a bit if you get me, if he doesn't play well and you could be seeing a bit of a panic. But yeah, I think, um, I think he will see a bit of action and I think he'll be well able to step up, uh, Again, there will be the usual overreaction of the first few weeks and like how these guys are doing and they're already bust or they're already the best thing since life's bread. But just, yeah, from my standpoint, just to see actually how they start, how they look in the roster, how they fit, you know, what they feel they're capable of doing at the minute. And yeah, you know, and watching their careers grow over the next couple of years. Yeah. Um... I'm looking forward to seeing what Sauce can do. Um, the other thing is, um, just a question mark, I don't know if he's actually available for this game, but uh, Reed, the other cornerback, if he's not, we've got guys there that can step in. Um, I think it's, it's on paper, it's probably the best team, team the Jets have had for years, um, which is a good thing. The other thing is, they're, they're, they're going to have to perform. Um, Salah, um, and Ulrich, the defensive coordinator, these guys are going to have to step up this year because um, 
last year there was a few ups and downs. Um, now, after what I seen last year, I was I, I was kind of on his case start the season, but the last half of the season he he grew on me a lot. The offensive quarter back flurry. Um, but yeah, it's it's a tough schedule, but like that you can only play with play who's in front of you. On any given Sunday, um, and we look into the schedule now in a few minutes. But uh, that's what I was just going to ask you, like just for the four six games, like, like for me personally, I think if we could get two wins out of those four six games, we go two and four. That would be actually a really good start to build a, a season behind. And yeah, like I think for some, maybe two and four could be like panic stations, you know, but. Yeah, I think if you've got Zach Wilson coming back in, like after a couple of weeks of bedding himself in again, and you know you've got an offense, maybe an O line that's starting to gain a bit of chemistry and a bit of push on Sundays, you could start to get a couple of games behind, like with a win streak going and build a bit of belief, and you just wouldn't know where that could take you. But I think, uh, I think Anton maybe under two wins out of four six could be seen as disastrous for the the coaches, as you mentioned earlier on. They are kind of the guys that are under pressure this year. Yeah, well, the first 10 games are um, Baltimore, the Browns, the Bengals, Steelers, Dolphins, Packers, Broncos, um, and the Patriots. And the Broncos, I always chalked off as a loss away on the road because there's not many a team up, up there and uh, come over to win. Uh, yeah. Green Bay, similar. Um, Dolphins don't scare me at all. The Steelers don't scare me at all. Bengals, they're a tough, tough outfit. That can go yeah. either way. Uh, the Browns, they're there for the taking. Uh, the Ravens gonna be tough. So for me, for me, like it's it's up to the team. It's up to management on what way they're gonna play. But. Um, well, Ian, do us a favour. Start off on week one. If you were the head yeah. coach of the New York Jets, what games would you be circling as games you, you think you can win? Okay. Uh, Browns, Steelers, Patriots, Patriots, Bears, Vikings, Jaguars, Seattle, uh, Maybe the Lions. Um, and then at Dolphins, be 50-50. For me, this year, I'm looking at eight wins. Would be a plus for me with this team. And with second-year quarterback that missed some of the games last year, missed some games this year. I, I like uh, all the teams you said. I do think we've kind of got a realistic chance in all those games. If I was head coach, but I'd be circling one more game, and that would be the Green Bay game. Because if if the Jets win that game, that's the kind of game that would give that team a bit of relevance, but also a huge bit of belief. And if I was the Jets head coach, I would be circling that one as a game that we can kind of shock America or the world and announce ourselves as an actual proper team. 
You know, like, I'm not saying we can win it and we will win it, but if I was the head coach, I would be certainly circling that game as the kind of game you want to win. And sort of, yeah, you know, put your marker down. And, and that's the type of win, I think, that would give the current roster a huge belief for the rest of the season. That's why I would, as I said, be looking at a game like that. But, yeah, I think uh, I think also, I think you kind of have to be nearly circling um, yeah, maybe even 50-50 with the Bills, as in, like, I know the Bills are a very, very good team, but, you know, historically, like, divisional football form kind of goes out the window, but it hasn't really for the Jets for the last couple of years. So I kind of hope football kind of, for us, reverts back to that well form between us and the Bills. And then maybe, like, you know, I'm not saying the Bills will have a bad season. I think they'll win the division quite easy. But I think the Jets could actually surprise a few people with, like, if they do get on a bit of a run. And there are teams out there that are very, very beatable. And before you know it, you could have six wins and potentially still be in the hunt for a playoff spot with five games to go. You know, uh, yeah, like, I would like to sort of see, I suppose, just uh, a bit more. Yeah, concentration on the division as well, those games, because we have been historically getting our butt kicked the last couple of years. Uh, so, yeah, if we could get, maybe get like three and three, like I do think all the games are tough because our division uh, is probably one of the hardest because all the teams are very, very cheap quarterbacks. So they can spend a lot more money on the rest of our roster. Well, the starting guys might not look great, the surrounding talent, like, you know, you could see Miami with a cheap quarterback could bring in Hill. You know, like, that kind of just shows you, like, what type of players you can bring in with a cheap quarterback to make them better. Uh, I'm not saying, of course, it's going to help Miami become better, but, and they were a pretty decent sort of outfit last year, too. I think the Patriots as well, you look at them with another guy, I think his contract for this year is $3 million as a starting quarterback, so they have ample amount of money to, to put a, a bit of talent around him. No, I still think they're a little bit lacking in quite a few areas. But, like, I wouldn't be writing them off as, like, having zero chance in the division in terms of, like, I wouldn't be surprised if they could potentially sneak nine wins and maybe get a wild card, you know, maybe ten. I don't know. But, yeah, I think Bill Belichick, when he's a lot of money to spend and a lot of talent that he can assemble around the roster, you know, he's not going to be too far away. So... I think we've got like a tough division, as I said. I think we still should be looking at imposing ourselves on the division and saying we're no soft touches anymore. A bit more smash mouth football, a bit more domination of the Lions, particularly in those divisional games, because that's kind of where it's going to be won and lost over the next four or five years of Zach Wilson's career. So, you know, if we can impose our offense on them and, and split the division, get three and three from that as well, which... You know, that might be one more win than most people expect. But for me, as I said, if I was head coach, we need to start looking at putting our marker down in the division. And, yeah, if we could beat the Patriots twice, Miami once, and the Bills once, that would be fantastic. You know, but, again, as I said, I think uh, maybe Miami twice, maybe the Bills once and the Patriots once would be would be really, really nice too. I think getting two wins over the Bills could be a bit too much to ask. Yeah. We can dream, you know. Here's my take for this season, Rich, for the division. I honestly think the Jets have a good opportunity to do the double over the Patriots this year. And the Patriots finish last in the division. 
Uh, why I say this is um, Bill Belichick has brought back a defensive coordinator to play offensive coordinator. And seemingly in pre-season, all through camp, things haven't been working out well at all. And uh, their quarterback, Mac, hasn't hasn't been playing well at all, looking well at all. And he, he's looked unhappy, um, which the way things are set up. Plus, most of the Patriots' money is gone into the offense, into the t- two tight ends. They've spent lots of money on them, two tight ends. Plus, they've lost pieces on the offensive line. They've lost big pieces through the defense as well. So, I I, I, I point out there, I think the Jets could do the double over the Patriots and the finish bottom of the division. That sounds like what most people would think. Yeah, I think, as I said, if we can get another couple of wins along with those two, it would be fantastic. Yeah. Like that, yeah, I think it, it is possible. Like, it, it looks like Bill Belichick, everything's fallen apart the last couple of years. Ever since Tom Brady's left, like the, the last there during the spring, they've lost their number one quarterback or cornerback. That's been a nightmare for the Jets. They never they didn't replace him. He can't. They can't draft. Literally can't draft. Where we've been pretty bad the last few years. They've been worse in in the draft. Um, I think their their highest paid uh, wide receiver is the guy from uh, USC. Um, Aglahor is it? Sorry, Nelson Aglahor. Yeah, Nelson Aglahor. Yeah, and he's not very good either. No, he so, wouldn't be highly rated in my book. So yeah, yeah. great. So yeah, um, I think the Jets have a good a good opportunity this year to open twice. Um, play some good football, but that all depends on um, staying healthy. Uh, Zach Wilson taking the next step forward. Uh, Robert Sala taking a good step forward, turning the defense into a, a juggernaut. Uh, we have a uh, lots of nice pieces. Like, for instance, when was the last time we had two bookend uh, tight ends? Um, I can't remember the last. Decent tight end that I remember is Dustin Geller. He was just okay. Um, we've got wide receivers that are pretty decent. Well, wasn't bad, but you can keep them out of the parking lot. <laughs> 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 yeah. Um, and then the other thing is, like, what I'm looking forward to is, I know they've said he's the starter, Michael Carter, and running back. But if he's the starter, he's getting most reps in the first half. I think Brees Hall is going to... You know, feast in the second half games. Yeah, I, like I, I think, I think that that's going to be important this year as to kind of impose our run game. As I said, like start to feel like you you can dominate teams in the trenches. If you can dominate team in the trenches, that's going to build a lot of confidence everywhere else, and that's when kind of things usually click. You know, you still can make mistakes and whatnot, but you kind of then have that team spirit where you can you know pull it all back and. Which they kind of done in the preseason again. I know it's it's kind of rubbishy games, but still having that feeling that they can come back and win. Like it's a habit that you know people like to get used to, and when it starts to become familiar, then all these sort of like things that usually enter people's heads don't come into it. It's just like they automatically think that they're going to go out and win a game late on. 
So, yeah. like, yeah, I think if we can keep games tight, it'll be interesting to see how much team spirit will help, like, you know, maybe eke out an extra win or two that we didn't expect. Yeah. Um, who do you think needs a big gear this year on offense, and who do you think needs a big gear on defense? And the other question is, how many wins do you reckon the Jets will get this year? Yeah, on offense, I would probably say it has to be, well, Beckton is probably the obvious answer there. But again, with his injury, he's not going to be shown too much. I suppose when you look at who we have, I suppose Davis at wide receiver, like um, he has to kind of start justifying the money he's getting uh, because if not, there's going to be cheaper guys out there that can probably bring more production moving forward. Yeah, stop on the defensive the side. Of, on the defensive side of the ball, I would go with Quinn and Williams again. He hasn't kind of convinced me yet uh, that he deserves a huge payday, and I kind of feel that that's what he will want is a huge payday. And at the moment, I wouldn't be comfortable with paying him a lot of money because again, it takes away from other areas of the roster that we could use that on for better talented players. If if it was me and he kind of performs like he has done, like I I couldn't really value him at anything over maybe twelve million a year in the contract, but I think he's going to want about twenty. Like and, I, and and honestly, I'm kind of feeling a little bit generous at twelve million. Like I'm kind of more in the nine to ten range, but because he was a high fourth round pick, is why I'm adding a couple of million on. You know, and like, and I, you know me, like I, I like, I'd have no bother paying a guy like nose tackle and defensive tackles are kind of my favourite players on the defensive side of the ball. Like, I would have a no bother paying snacks to keep them and things like that. But just for what what Quinn and Williams has shown so far, I'd be kind of buyer beware. I'd be a bit wary that we could be, you know, putting a lot of cap in an area that you know doesn't really warrant or deserve it. Yeah, well, for me, I'd have to agree with your um, what you said about Quinn Williams. Quinn Williams needs to step up this year, big time, especially with the amount of talent that's actually gathered around them. Like Lawson's there this year. We've got we've got lots of talent. We've got what ten, eleven um, defensive line players on, on the roster. Um, also, they're after upgrading on the D line. Safeties, cornerbacks. So yeah, it could have Williams. The other person on offense would be uh, Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson needs to start getting healthy. He needs to play. He needs to play intelligent football. These, uh, you know, silly interceptions that he had last year needs to needs to stop. Um, the other thing is he needs to. Sure, yeah, he's able to take another step forward. Um, wins for I, next I'd like year. I'd like to take a step forward too, as well, Ian. I just, as, uh, even if it's only a small one, you know, I think the step forward that probably most people ex- expect for year two is a big one. But for me, kind of this season is kind of building us to next year, where I feel we kind Great. of could be close to where the Cincinnati Bengals were last year. You know, that type of way where we're, yeah. we're kind of ready to just start competing at the top level. Yeah. Uh, wins and losses for this year, I think for me, it's eight games. I think we, we think, I think it's possible the Jets can win eight games for me. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna be a little bit more vague because like I feel the Jets could win up to eleven games this year. You know, depending on the team spirit, but then like they could also probably only win as many as seven. <laughs> you know, if things do go wrong and the division yeah. kind of games continue. I'm kinda of gonna go in the middle with nine, but I I kinda of feel like I wanna say ten even at that. So like I'm still kinda of, you know, I'm I'm optimistic about like the team, the chemistry I've seen on the line and things like that during the preseason has probably added a little bit of optimism to me. And with that spirit, you can add an extra couple of wins. So I'll go ten wins in. Okay. Um. All right. Win or loss, uh, just be Baltimore to begin. I'll go win. Um, I don't think we're in the best position to to do it with Flacco on the centre. I would have preferred to have a very fit Zach Wilson starting off the season, but that's not to be. But I think there's going to be a lot of guys out there to prove themselves. Um, There's going to be a lot of coaches out there that are going to be kind of rare for this season to go and like for them to sort of have their unit show their ability to play play on, particularly thinking of O-line here running back coaches as well, like with the two guys we have, like, and, you know, we haven't really had a good run game in quite a few years either. So I think that's an important thing to establish early. And that's going to be probably the most important thing about this game. So that's why I'm kind of saying win, because I do feel that with Carter and Hall, if the O-line does play well, we can control the clock. We can keep Baltimore's offense on the line for longer, which for me increases our chances of winning hugely. So I'm going to say, a 24-17 win to the Jets. Yeah. Well, for me, I'm going in the opposite direction. I think the, the Jets lose narrowly to Baltimore. Um, I just, I, I, I need this team and I need Robert Sala to prove themselves to me in this game for me to actually pick the Jets against a team like this. So, I'm just going to say a narrow loss. But they're going to be in it. Um, that brings us to the end of the show guys we'll be back next week hopefully uh, and hopefully I'm wrong so for me it's yeah. me and it's not for me Sports Social Podcast Network <laughs>